Go live. Go live. And we are live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Forever Rugby on Forever Sports. And uh, you are here live on the Rugby Fan Forum, brought to you by Boyle Sports. And uh, keep me company for the next hour is Mr. Reza, uh, who is, um, can you verify, probably absolutely sweltering in the disgusting heat that is currently Johannesburg at the moment. And on the other end of the stick, Chris is sitting in a hoodie in a very, I assume, pretty chilly uh, UK as things approach winter. Gentlemen, how are we looking? How are we feeling? How, how's life? Yeah, I, I don't think this much liquid's come out of my body in a long time, but um, <laughs> uh, it's it's sweltering. Um, yeah, I've, I've got a, got an office with an aircon, and it's doing absolutely nothing right now, but blowing all the air back at me. So, well, I've got a fan that kind of comes on and off as the heat goes. It's just turned on, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see how long it actually lasts. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's tough out here. And Chris, yeah, good man. Yeah, not as hot, definitely not, but it's my type of weather, so I'm happy. All good, all good. Well, you know, we're gonna have to get you down here, you know, because because you can't you can't just sit here over there and, and watch us sweat. You know, we need you down here, sweating, sweating down here. So come down here, come visit. We could do a fan forum in person uh, with some with some beer. That would be pretty like cool. Like, yeah, that would be pretty so, cool. I, I really want to see what Chris looks like when he rage rages <laughs> at me in person. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and and now that, now, now that can be nothing hold back, dude. If something says too something controversial, you can actually get up and start like to, like hitting him, dude. Like we could actually see some physical <laughs> stuff going on there you know, for, for the views. Um, we'll, we'll take him to yeah. we'll, we'll take him to Ellis Park in a Sharks jersey, and you know just throw him to the crowd, throw him to the walls. Uh, you're, you're assuming <laughs> he makes it into the stadium, but uh... <laughs> I've been holding back on the Lions comments, boys. But I have I have no ammo, right? Because the storm is a fucking no, shit don't. as well. No, so that's, that's the one thing is like I, it's like nobody can slander us at <laughs> the moment. And it was like, oh, you're shit. And I was like, I mean. I mean, we're not losing at home to, to conduct. I mean, we're not getting dribbed, but yeah, so we're, we're actually not doing too bad. You just, it's interesting, like, there are no real positives, but like, my only positive, like, the Lions are losing, but at least they're like losing competitively. <laughs> it's like this really, weird small. Really scraping like, the bottom of the barrel here. No, we are. You guys it's are the me. best. You, you are actually the best losers ever, actually, if you think about it. Those, those super, super rugby lose, like losses. Yeah. That you were playing amazing rugby, like it, do, those are hard. Well. He were losing very, very well, very, very well. So, <laughs> yeah, so points for style, will, right? Yeah, I hope you will <laughs> learn how to, how, to, how to ugly soon rather than lose the style. But uh, anyway, in the next hour, gentlemen, we have got lots to talk about. It is May, we are full into URC season, and um, yeah, that's basically going to be the, the main sort of thing because obviously, teams have gone overseas and uh, forgotten to play rugby. And uh, what we're going to be talking a little bit about is how much rely on the Springboks, how much can you rely on on the Springboks, and how much is it a, a valid excuse? Look for the Lions; they don't have a single player back, so it's not really a factor for them. Uh, but I think for certain teams, you know, I think it's a very it's a worn out excuse, and I think is is a much bigger issue we should probably address. Uh, we're also going to talk about the issues this weekend. Uh, two, in fact, three sides back in the country: the Lions and uh, the Bulls are back on Highfelt. And uh, with that, I'm pretty sure we could see a, a change in fortunes for them because we know about the South Africans, they are a different animal when they are um, back at home. So uh, lots, lots of cool things to talk about. Uh, Ian Foster's a bit complaining about referee decisions. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's been a bit of a quiet week on the rugby front. Uh, I think everybody's starting to come out a little bit of that sort of first World Cup lull where we kind of like, okay, cool, time to move on from the Springboks and start actually getting into a bit of the sim. December, kid December vibes. Um, but let's look at last weekend. And, and Chris, we'll start with you. 
Uh, four losses. Uh, Sharks even ruining our, our, our treble bet that we had last week. Um, yeah. Losing at home. Um, Stormers, yeah, not getting go. Lions were coming within the but but that. And then the Bulls, ill-disciplined cards and another loss. You said it, the fact that the SA teams can't travel. Why can't we travel? I don't know, Stevie. It, it's My mind blows, man. Honestly, I, I really don't understand it because if you look at these teams on paper, um, okay, maybe we might be in close games and these, these games away, but the, it's like it's chalk and cheese. We're going we're gonna to see it this weekend. We're going to see completely different lines and balls, but why is that the case? <laughs> you know, like, and we go, okay, South African teams travel badly, right? But let's face it, the guys coming to us also don't travel well right so i wouldn't i want to do i want to say it's a south african issue like my my south african biased hat on is like it is because in my mind i feel my our teams on paper should be doing better but yeah. then it's the same story like i think i think i made the comment to you guys a, a week or two before about i think the sharks and ospreys right i said like ospreys are going to probably win this game by two three points Zach team teams in durban sharks will probably win by 20. It's it's like yeah. it's, it's it's a weird it's a, it's a, and the, we it was like this in Super Rugby as well you know and um, I would say the New Zealand Aussie teams probably travelled better than the Northern Hemisphere teams are doing and I know the international breaks I mean they come with weaker squads and blah 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 but I I I just don't know I, I just, as a betting person like watching the trends and form this has been the story of the last three seasons Stevie I can't put my I can't put my finger on it I don't understand it 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 it, it, it shouldn't go this way but. In saying that, they could they these the the Irish and Welsh and Scottish teams Scottish teams could say the same, right? Because mm. they come here and okay, can't have beat the Sharks, but Cardiff won what thirty four nil last year against the Sharks this time last year, which uh, Rian pointed out last year. Um, sharks are just a bloody anomaly. I I freaking can't understand the Sharks, but uh, I think we're going to see comfortable uh, Bulls and Lions wins this week, and I think Sharks as well. If the Sharks can't do well against the Dragons, then God God help them, really. Yeah, well, they, they did lose to to Zebra, um, and 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 they did lose to a rotated Connacht side. Because I was doing the watch long last week, and people were like, no, but you know, Connacht are a good side, and Connacht are a good side, but it wasn't a particularly strong Connacht side. You know, they weren't at at their best. So, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about the Sharks very very specifically, I think, in in a little bit. Um, but uh, Rees, as I said, clutching a straw, scraping the barrel. Uh, the Lions are. An interesting dilemma or, or sort of a, a anomaly at the moment because they're playing pretty well there's no doubt for me for example that we are playing better rugby than we were a year ago we are only one win out of out of out of five now but every single loss and that to be fair it's been losses to um stormers ulster uh edinburgh and you know mm -hmm. edinburgh and um and ulster were, were both away and Ulster got a very good home record against any teams um but it's it's i mean is do we as a fan you know what do we what are we happy with obviously we're not happy with what we're doing at the moment but i mean do we relish in the fact that there does seem to be a bit of improvement the fact that we can push an ulster side which had international players um to two within seven points that we can beat a scarlet's away not that scarlet's are fantastic um but you know we lost to benton within five probably could have won that game ulster feel we won that game and the stormers became right up towards the end and if there was I think I think if there wasn't that 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 knock on you know on the front foot almost looking like we could have potentially gone to score so close but no cigar 
are there any positives there or or do we just is this just you know paper over the cracks of a of a failed union well um it's a loaded question honestly Stevie, it really is um, but uh, and one that i'm quite comfortable answering actually um because i think let me let me start out by saying i think as you said paint over a faded over a failed union i think that's my first answer um but to to elaborate on the point is we have alliance team that has seen the highest of highs and ever since those highs has been in a steady decline um and so when we get to this point and we have to celebrate the fact that we are losing well um and as you say one out of five games uh it actually doesn't mean anything to me at all because at this kind of level of course we expect guys not to get blown out of the water and we lambasted the walsh teams last season when they were getting blown out constantly um and so we're now just a tier above that saying okay yeah no you're losing just as much but actually you're just not losing as badly um and that to me we cannot accept mediocrity we shouldn't accept mediocrity and it's it's actually it's moist in mediocrity at this point um if we if we have to just have a look firstly at the union that's the bigger problem here the fact that we have no internationals is a huge yeah. issue to me um because every single one of these teams should be involved in the national setup in some way um the fact that there aren't any that the that that we as a national selectors see as potential for that side is a big problem um, and also it's not like we, none of us are blaming the Springbok case. No one's saying, I can't believe they're just ignoring the Lions players. We, we look at that squad and you can think, and you can see future Springboks, but you can't see anyone there that should be part of the box squad right now. Yeah, absolutely. And we talk about the potential of a guy like Hector and Vek, and I just I just don't know whether we see him um, into that setup as soon as we need him to be before he has two, three years at the Lions, realizes this is a pretty shit time and takes bank and moves somewhere else. You know, and that's that's a problem because then, yeah, he might move to a Sharks or a Bulls or a Stormers or he might move overseas and get his call up that way. And that will just feed into this idea that the Lions are not the union to get you to where you need to be. Yeah. It's um, like this buffer, you know. It's yeah, like, it's like, like it's Yeah, exactly that. And, and it's great, actually, because the longer these, let's call them the minnows of South African rugby, play together, they all obviously start to gel more and they will obviously start to play better, which is really why I think, as you said, they've been losing, but they've been losing well. It looks good, right? Because when, you, when you're a team that has this much time together, you're not disrupted by internationals leaving and all that kind of thing. You're bound to play a, a decent brand of rugby. Um, but there are no superstars there. I, I still can't believe Willem Alves is on the field. To be very honest with you, um, hey, man's putting in shifts though, but it is a problem. I and mean, how is how is Willem Alberts like one of our better one of our better locks? You know, I mean, look, credit to him; he's forty years old and getting around the park. But you know, for me, if he's even part of the squad, it should be like a squad depth type thing. You know, need him if we need him. You know, and the fact that he's had to come and now he's starting and playing almost a full eighty minutes at almost at forty years old, basically. Correct. I mean, the fact that we're relying this heavily on him is a bit of a problem. Mm. Um, you know, I, I like to use the Dwayne Vermeulen example, and maybe it's not an exact fit, but, you know, we've found a way in the World Cup and and just before World Cup to to shift Dwayne around, to utilize him in a specific role. And he wasn't, but he wasn't the be all and end all. We had Jasper, we had other guys that could fill the void, so to speak. Um, and it seems like we've just, Willem Alberts is a microcosm of an example, but mm. If we have to rely on him for, as you say, 75, 80 minutes to get us through a game that we're ultimately losing, 
um, there's a bigger issue there. Yeah, 100%. But, uh, and, but yeah. No, but no, and this is honestly like an honest question, right? As an outside, not a Lions fan, compared to what you guys were, right? When you made those Super Rugby finals, you had Scorsan making the box, Marks, um, Faf. And just could see it, Warren Whiteley. What, 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 yeah, Whiteley was my captain, right? So what do you can I because you guys are close to the union? What what's happened in the last seven, six, seven years that you've gone from that to this? Is it is it money? Is it coaching? Is it players? What has happened? Because you guys were right, you were the, you were, you know, you were leading the South African um charge there for a while, right? And the guys were coming through. Is it what what yeah, from your than, guys' point of view happened? More than that, we're leading a play style revolution. And, yeah. and my answer to me, Chris, I'll let Steve answer it, but for me it's uh there's two things that I'd like to have seen, and that's talent retention. And that goes not only to players, but also to coaching as well as, and then the one thing that they did do, they retained everyone in management. Um, we're talking now yes. administratively when they shouldn't. And everyone else kind of was on a rolling, a rolling treadmill of players and coaches and all sorts of stuff. And that's really where you don't want movement to be happening so often. Yeah, I think you know, money is obviously the big thing. Uh, and there, there is this, lack of money and you know we, we really need to see a private investment but i do think that yeah as, as i think as we said i think it's, it, it's stale um i think in in the in the boardroom and um, there were a couple there has been a couple of movements but not a lot uh since kevin de clark left he, we've actually really missed him um i don't think anyone's really sort of stepped up to that talent retention i think is the biggest thing I mean, and our Australian thing is you know as i think you know we rest on our laurels we got there and we said oh we've got this amazing squad we've made three super rugby five in a row You've got this coaching staff that did it, you know. I mean, Ackerman did it, and then Swayze did it, and then they literally all left. Joey Mangalo left, which I know I think at the time was sort of under a bit more sort of uh, other other circumstances and stuff, which contributed to that. They then appointed Ivan Fenoren, who they gave zero like support in his first season. He had like really poor assistance, didn't have like much support. Then all of a sudden they had a bit of an overall and brought in Ricardo Loebscher um, and Albert Vandenberg and Jacques Free, for example. And it's difficult, to, for example, to look at it and say it's a coaching problem because on paper, that side is better than very few in this URC. You know, I, you'd struggle to find a URC side which on paper is worse from a player to player type of type of point of view, you know, because the only side in the URC that doesn't have an international player, literally the only side, even Zebra have a couple of internationals in their, in their side, albeit playing for Italy and the likes. Um, but but we don't have a single player and and i think the biggest problem is and, and i mean last year we heard horror stories about them you know literally walking like 2k's to do their own laundry on a Thursday whilst on tour eating no, hot yeah, dogs yeah, for lunch and i mean i mean that ridiculous you said they're going this is the ridiculousness of the union who have got oh. the best young talent recruitment strategy in the country they make no um apology of the fact that they go and buy the best young players which is why under 20s and ones have been the strongest players for the last Three, four years, but then they let by if they're leaving by the time the 22 20 is the point, yeah. But, that, but that's what I was saying about what like those players that came there was Creel, Whiteley, Scorzad, and they all made the box, right? Yaka Tata, I don't know if it was in maybe he was maybe before that, but you know, you guys, yeah, was, the, was the, so I was saying, what is it the players coaching? And I only said was Ackerman, I can't remember, I, I must remember my, my memory is like jaded about when Mitchell was there, and then Ackerman. But you know that you were strong, right? And maybe yeah, it, it, for me, it looks like the players. If you look at the teams, the player. I don't know about the coaching, but if you even look at the players, 
let's be honest, right? I don't like you like you just said earlier in the show, like I don't think any of these players would, would make the top it would make a spring mark twenty three, right? I'll tell you what it was a big moment in the union was remember post COVID when SA rugby basically gave players a free move. They basically said you can walk out on your contracts and we lost Tyron Green. I think Berger wouldn't moved on. Sure. And um I think Mark sort of was, was sort of in and amongst moving, but he moved officially. Like he didn't, he was basically doing that Japan, like kind of playing for Japan for a few weeks. They came back to the Lions. He moved on. Um, I think Johnny Lombard, I think Elton Yankees eventually moved on as well. Lombard. We lost, yeah, because we, I mean, Jack Creel and those guys, a lot of those guys had already moved on, but we still had a couple of players who were coming through. And they said, right, right cool. Well, if you guys want to leave, you guys can. And we lost, I think, Dylan Smith, you know, and it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't even just the big superstars, but the squad walked out. And whilst the Bulls post COVID have brought back, <coughs> I mean, Colo's back, Billy Louis back down, all the stuff like that. Once brought back players, yep. Sharks brought back players. We not, we not, we brought back Billy Alberts and Ruan Smith. But, but that I think that's my point. Has what has changed in the Lions Union, or if any, from that period to now? Like why you were there? What has changed? I, that's what I want. Is it the money, coaching, the talent? What is the difference between the Lions of five, six years ago to now? As I said, well, I think you, you nailed it down to top top level management, and that filters down to the fact that we couldn't retain. Uh, so you're going uh, from the, you're going from right to the top, yeah? Yeah, yeah because they make the, the decisions. Right? Ultimately, they're the ones making the decisions. So they couldn't retain yeah. the likes of Ian Ackerman. They couldn't retain the likes of Malcolm Marks. And yeah, Ackerman as well. That, so, so many good players there. Eh? And even and even if that's a money issue, you know, what are we doing about it? You know, because you can't just say, oh, guys, we had a great super rugby team. We had these great coaches. Unfortunately, we can't afford to keep them. Because then you're going to say, okay, but what are we doing about it? Are we looking for a private investor? Are we going to go try and find a new owner? Like, how do we find the money to be able to keep these phenomenal players that we've got? You know, this site that we've got right now, I think I think is three or four spring box away from being reasonably competitive. And I think it's three to four years away from being very competitive. But what do we always talk about? Well, where are Henderson going to go? Where is Henkerberg going to go? You know, it's not even a it's not even a thought at the moment that Henkel van Bake, Jordan Hendricks, Ruan Fenter, Franco Horn are going to be playing at this union in four years' time. That's like most Lions fans are basically we've come to the acceptance of the fact that they won't be. You know, it's about when they leave, not if. Um, sorry, I just want to jump in here and just I see Dun Triple One Two, a couple of comments that the URC comp doesn't matter. Box won the important prize. The other one should have stayed in Super Rugby anyways. URC is a waste of time. I agree. Uh, well, I, 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 I'm all But since we're talking about the Lions in particular, and I'll focus on the Lions for and their perspective for URC, you take this Lions team and you throw them back into Super Rugby, I promise you they get drugged every single time repeatedly. That's honestly what I think happens. And I, and, and so I don't see the relevance of, as from a, again, from a Lions perspective, not from the bigger overall picture. I don't think it really matters which competition we're in. Um, Except honest, that when we become, at the end of the season, we become full URC members. And then in theory, there's supposed to be this floodgate of money that is supposedly supposed to come to SA Rugby and, and, and Lions will get, a, will get a share of that. Same as the, the EPCR, which I think kicks in 2025. So in theory, this was always a very long-term wait up the URC two, three, four seasons, and all of a sudden start getting so your the union. 
So what you're telling me is that the sharks who already have money will then have okay. more money and the lions will have some money and the exact yeah. same thing will be happening because the yeah. sharks will just have more money to throw at the players and it doesn't solve our problem. I'm sorry. Well, the, you know what the thing is, is, is bring back the cats. <laughs> no, no, we will not be bringing back the cats. But the problem <laughs> is, is that the Lions, I can guarantee you right now, and I'd love them to show me the numbers differently, but there is no way that the Lions are using their salary cap. There's no way we max out the salary cap. Whereas I'm sure the Sharks right now are maxed out. I know the Storms at one stage weren't. I'd be very surprised, still not. 100% the Bulls, I reckon, are maxing out that salary cap. I don't think the Lions come anywhere close. So in theory, that is the leveler. But I still think there's a lot of behind-the-door stuff happening with Sharks players. I mean, even Etzebeth comes back, and all of a sudden, he's got a Mercedes ambassadorship. He's the yeah. face of Dulux. He's got all these different commercial deals and stuff like that, which is definitely, I think, for me, how Sharks are bringing are doing a lot of this because they can't over the salary cap. But, you know, they can put their players in the same room as the Mercedes CEO who goes, listen, uh, we can sort you out with a car, and, uh, and, and, and for this amount of money, we can become the face of Mercedes and all that kind of thing, which you don't get at the lines. You get hot dogs, quite literally. Can we can we can we move on to the sharks? This is actually upsetting me now. No, what I actually because I think I think it's a very good comment that that he that he mentioned, and and uh, and I want to talk because a lot I see a lot of this rhetoric. We've got to my opinion, we've got to move away from this whole URC doesn't the World Cup. We won the World Cup. You know, the end of year tour doesn't matter. We won the World Cup. Surely, don't you think it's time that we need to start playing rugby in between World Cups from a domestic point of view? For me, it's simplistic to sit there and say. The URC is irrelevant because you won the World Cup. So I'm not well, supposed to as, 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 as long as they're all you're, Cups, you're then really, that's, that's all that matters. But you're not really oh, a fan of rugby. You're not really yeah. a fan of rugby if, you, if you're praying for, if you're if you're living for World Cups. Um, because I, you know, we, we all such a, we are exciting. Yeah. To, we find it exciting to, to look it's, forward to rugby. It's not even a, it's about, it's about our weekend. teams, right? It's about our teams yeah. and our tribes. It's it, we, we, whoever we support them back, we want them to do well. We want them to win. I agree. You can't make excuses. I, I agree with that. Obviously the World Cup for us as Springboard supporters is great, yeah. right? But I would hate the Stormers to be cuck between to yes. sacrifice, you know, I'm not, you and know, even, I don't want to go and watch and the Stormers win, that. right? You want to go watch the Lions. But as the Springboks, we also need to stop this whole. Doesn't matter that we didn't lose that we win the, the the rugby championship because we're going to win the World Cup. We need to win rugby championships. We need to win the Nelson Mandela Freedom Cup. You know, like we can't just win a trophy every well one stage every twelve years and be like, well, everything everything's lacquer. You know, it's let me put it this let me put it this way. How how much did we enjoy dunking on teams like France and Ireland and and Welsh and the English and so on in the World Cup, right? Now, if we take that same enthusiasm and apply it to domestic rugby and say, why can we not dominate them in every sphere? Yeah. Let's. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Sorry, like, sorry. Let's go, let's, go, let's go back to last year. Let, remember the buzz when the Stormers won the URC? And everyone was like, well, we just walked oh, into Europe and we've just dominated, great. boys. Like, we're here. URC is phenomenal. No, this is the coolest competition sudden, ever. We're winning it. Everyone loved it. All of a sudden, it. that BDE energy is gone. Yeah, because because we're because we're being a bit shit. We've got to we've got to Not... we've got to focus on this. We've got to we've got to, we've got to find a reason. And I, and I think URC is actually a pretty decent product. I know I know Chris is a rugby stan, but um, I think I think, <laughs> no, I, think I think there's a lot to enjoy about the URC. No, no, but but when three years ago when the URC started, we joined. This happened because I remember this distinctly. This exact same thing happened when our guys went overseas. We were losing. We were mm. we bulls were losing. We were all losing. Stormers came back, unbeaten, 10-12 games, won the tournament. 
I reckon between the Bulls and the Stormers, they're going to win this tournament again. I, we might be cuck, we might travel shit, but at home we're a different story. We're different beasts, and I and I that don't. I think we. It's the exact same thing happened. When the, and you, you, I think we're going to go to the conversation about walks. It makes a massive difference. There's quality yeah. players and there's there's average players and there's and not. And, and we've there's, seen how much is we've seen how much URC and in particular talking about Ireland, we've seen how much this has benefited them on a national level. There's only so long we can go being crap domestically before it starts to filter down into the box, right? Yeah, that's that's the honest truth of it. And I, I, I stand by that, that if we have, if we land up, and you see it with the Welsh as well, I mean, it's you can't sit here and tell me that if we allow this trend to keep going, that in three years' time, we sit here in the box. I know. I agree. I have a comment from Rick, just quickly, guys, an Irish friend. Obviously, Ireland, that Ireland loss was big, right? The whole nation, everything about Ireland, you know. Mm. But the, the, he made a comment, so he's a, a Leinster fan. He says the La Rochelle lost last year in the European final at home in Dublin still hurts more than the quarterfinal against New Zealand, right? So that's like the point you're making. Like, it does matter. Domestic does matter. It mm. absolutely does. And I totally agree. And it's all, it is all about winning. And yeah, you know, there's a lot to, what's, what's the word? I don't know what the word is to when you want to compromise that, that part of rugby to win a World Cup. But as long as it's World Cups, I will still take a World Cup over four losing championships. Uh, so and, I mean, Dan, Dan says again, uh, at least the Stormers have won a URC second final too. Yeah, Absolutely. we have. Absolutely, yeah, we have. 100%. <laughs> and we're all incredibly yeah. proud of them. So, so why write wow. off the URC like it's nothing when it's a huge achievement for the Stormers to, to go that, you know, to go that far? No, just, it is. Sorry. I just, oh, sorry, yeah, carry on. <laughs> no, I just, I just think, as I said, I, for me, yeah, we've, you know, but same with the, even with the with the rugby championships. Why does everybody think of New Zealand as the greatest side out there? Because they, first of all, have won three World Cups. So yes, we've won four. So on a World Cup basis, we've been dominant. But everybody always talks about New Zealand as the greatest rugby team of all time, like that, because right. they were so dominant in between these years. And I, I think we need to move away from the mindset that it's one or the other, that we can either win rugby championships or we can win the World Cup. When do we, when do we take, as a nation who have now won the most rugby World Cups, have gone back-to-back, back-to-back away World Cups, They've got the most professional rugby players out there of all names. It's time for us to start dominating rugby, like everywhere. Cool. You know, we've got, we've got the to be to be competitive domestically, and for me, we've got the talent in an international space to win rugby championships and to. But, but, but Stevie, we we should have lost the table. Why haven't we? Especially since the professional era, we don't know before professional because obviously we were isolated. There were no interprovincial. Why, right? So we should, we should don't, hmm. let's be honest, we should even dominate New Zealand. Why don't we? Why don't we go overseas and win games that we should? That's a big question, right? No, I, I, I think it's the one. Mind blows. Exactly. Like, I don't I, understand I, how. No, one, no one's got the answer, but I think, I think that's the next <laughs> step, isn't it? In, in the Bok evolution, you know, we, we need to understand why can't we become that dominant, that dominant force where, where people just can't touch us because we've got the, the depth of players. You know, but, it's, but that's also it's, why we don't have the respect, I think, because in between mm -hmm. every let's be honest, everyone's perception is New Zealand are the greatest rugby team, unless I think all three of us would agree. So when they are playing the rugby, they do eighty percent win win record, win 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 win. It's hard for the proper purists to accept the books to come in there, steamroll four games, and win a World Cup and say, "Yeah, we're the greatest." Right? I can I can understand why 
there, there, uh, there not, is that I'm, issue. I'm not ready to have this conversation, bro. For for the next two years, the box of the greatest. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> Fair enough, Reza. Fair enough. <laughs> I just wanted to dunk on the sharks, and now I'm actually having to to talk about how good New Zealand is. No, thank you. <laughs> well, let's let's, let's, let's let's go back because uh, I worried that 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 the the, the downfall of the streets is going to be this absolute joke of a Durban franchise who were so busy talking about how they made English the only language people are allowed to talk, and they all throw a little pebble into a box and say that they're all one and they're inclusive and they've got this amazing culture and they run into a rugby field and they look like a bunch of bloody juniors. Five losses in a row. Two points out of five, out of a possible 25 for a union that has, I think it's eight spring, eight World Cup winners. I've got Bongi Manambi, Oxen, Jensen, Cock. They've got a Springbok for, World Cup winning front row. They've got Evan Etzebeth in that back row. They've got two World Cup winning scrum halves. They've got the Kanye, um, they've got Makas on the Pimpy in there. That's eight World Cup winners. Before we go into the players, I mean, last weekend they lost to Connacht despite having nine internationally capped players in their side. Like, so, yeah, it's, it, it is a problem. Um, and I see, I mean, the most, of the, most of the comments today have, have kind of been focused around the Sharks. I think a lot of, a lot of people are, a lot of people are saying the travel is a factor. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think this team gets better when the when their box come back. Um, well, I think, I think that's, 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 that's I think that, that's what we want to talk. I think all our teams do. Oh well, but, but I'm sorry, sorry, that was insensitive. Sorry, guys. The three other teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Boys. You're trying to make your point. Yeah, carry on. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, no, I, 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 sh- I, obviously, there will be some level of improvement. Um, having said that, though, I think it will be obviously just the quality of the individuals coming back that will improve it. As a team, you, you want to be able to see your better players slide into a system that's already there. Um, and improve it. Now, the system that the Sharks are currently playing with is near non-existent. Um, and it seems like just a complete wild card at the moment. Um, there's something that I wanted to talk about, but, but, about uh, Piwa Deanti, who uh, was very excited to see back in rugby and so on, and everyone is kind of keen to see how it went. I don't know, Steve, if you saw the article. Weekend, no, no. I don't know if you saw the article about from, from Gordon, Gordon Darcy. Um, I think it's about about yesterday, actually, uh, criticizing the return of a Pua Deanti and also then labeling, saying that he couldn't believe the enthusiasm a Pua got from his home crowd um, when he played in front of them, and they couldn't believe the reception he got from South Africans. And this is aside from the performance of the Sharks, but I was just, I've been wanting to talk about this so badly, and he lambasted South Africans for encouraging this doping man this man who's come back, who had steroids in his system and so on. And I'm sitting there and I couldn't believe that this guy had the audacity to go that we are encouraging the system. And he referenced Chili Boy Ratapele um, and so on. And I'm like, I'm sitting there going, hold on, but we actually caught our guys who do it on steroids and who did these kind of things. And when they were punished, they came back into the fold because a prison sentence is exactly that. You do your time, you walk out, right? 
I'm sorry, he didn't do anything illegal. He did anything illegal in sport. You know, he's, he's not going to get locked up yeah, in jail. So he's happy. It's he's happy. Crazy. He's happy. To, he's happy to just go and like praise the Shazar and the Savi Reeves, for example, who are convicted women abusers. But now, how dare, how dare we want a guy who, I think, when he got injured, tried to find a bit of a shortcut or got the wrong advice, maybe took the wrong things, got banned, got caught, served four, four years. years. I mean, this guy, he's this, he, he would have been a double cup winner. A British and Irish Lions winner. He would have been one of the most decorated Springboks of all time. He just won the Breakthrough Player of the Year, you know, and he's, he might not be remembered at all. Uh, you I know, think he's so, been punished, punished yes. fairly, and yeah. he served his time. I mean, give the man a bit of a break. What are we supposed to boo him four years after he took a, took a bit of steroids? Um, and that must be his legacy for life. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And then to, to say that, well, you know, oh, well, it's like, what was the other thing? Oh, he, he referenced Yankees as well. Um, and then he said that, you know, Russi Erasmus is encouraging this doper to come back into the Springbok squads and that everyone deserves a second chance, but we can't, South Africans can't give this ringing endorsement for proven doper to contribute towards a graying culture of cheating. And then he said that it doesn't matter that a Piwe took steroids four years ago. He actually said this. He said the man is still built on the foundations of those steroids and therefore still has an advantage to this day of the steroids he took four years ago, probably five years ago. I okay, think, so, what a joke. Absolute rubbish. And, and I've just seen the article over here where he said, Deontay's major asset is the speed. Has he watched him? Please tell me at one stage when you've ever watched a period Deontay and you've, shit, this looks only good because he's fast. Like that was, that was something that people used to say about my pimpy because he was just absolutely rapid if you go back four to five years ago. He was an unbelievable finish because that like, if you gave him a pimpy half for a yard, he was so I mean Deontay was never slow, but this sort of came through as an as an outside center. And you look at the tries he scored for the box, how many times did he step inside a player to 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 for a try? You know, chips, chips and chase, for example. And just, I mean, the reason he was world break to the year and he was so good is because he was a guy that had the physical attributes. He was quick and he was looking around, but he had an unreal skill set, an unreal win the game, which I'm sorry, Sirius doesn't give you. You know, you, you don't, you can't inject handling into yourself. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, Sirius are certainly not helping him five years later. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's a joke. But in the microcosm, sorry, because I'm sure you also have some comments here about um, about the Sharks, but this, this this whole thing about the Sharks is, is quite sad for me. Um, and I think that this, I mean, they've got so many big names behind them. I'm sure guys like Rock Nation and so on, who were heavily invested in a bunch of Sharks athletes, of course, so CF Police being the big one before he's now left. But you've got to wonder, these sponsors who invested so heavily, got to be sitting back there and wondering, just if you pick the wrong team. Mm, perhaps we've got to Lance. Maybe that. <laughs> your turn, buddy. That was yours. <laughs> I don't know what to say about the Sharks. It's very, it's very perplexing. Like um, when it gets to this level, I start to wonder. It's not. It's it's bigger than the players in the team. That's like like Australia in the World Cup for me. Maybe I don't know if it's because you can talk about teams that go rock bottom before they go back up. But the Shark team should not be where they are, and the fact that they're showing this week in week out tells me there's bigger issues than the match mm. day. We get to Saturday we play. You know rugby players, these are professional players, they're, they're not playing. Like Australia didn't play for Eddie Jones because they knew he was out. I'm pretty sure of that. Players know that, right? They're not playing for the cause. 
So like, because the, the, if you look at the sharks on paper, there's no way in hell they should be performing the way they are. I'm still yeah, going to back them against the dragons. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, they, I, I think I'm going to give them one more just, chance. Yeah, yeah. I think you made such a good point about on paper. I mean, on paper, you've got players like, um, you know, I mean, their front row last weekend was 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 Kuni Ust, uh, the two props, but Kuni Ust and Instukotunu, who are internationally capped props. You know, you had Apreli Fassi at full back. You had Francois Fett. Your, your, their center was Francois Fett to the Kanye with Rowan Jansman-Renz coming off the bench. Um, yeah, and, rhetoric, right. and a lot of people are talking about it, and I, and I want to throw it to you guys. Kerwin Bosch, a lot of people. Um, <laughs> okay. I was uh, gonna get there, but you threw you threw his name out, and I'm I'm yeah, not sticking. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm not sticking up for the this guy anymore. Is yes. the problem? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm not I'm not sticking up for this fucker anymore. Sorry, Smalone. I'm not sticking up for this guy anymore. No, he's been given so many opportunities. He's not good enough. Sorry, Kerwin, if you're watching, love you, guy. Good luck if you play club rugby. You're not good Are for you sharks. Sure? You're not good for anybody. I'm not, sure, I'm not entirely sure you get to say it like that today. So, so let's still love you, buddy. I mean, sorry, sorry, I'm gonna cut. But he's not. He is a big problem, massive problem. There we go. He's not good enough. End of story. I'm oh, struggling to remember a time. I'm struggling <laughs> to remember a time where I actually thought he was the one. You know what I mean? Um, I watched him at school level. Always... I was like, oh my goodness. It always felt for me like there was just a shadow of doubt. There's always this lingering feeling that something something could go wrong at any moment. You know, um, that that Pollard consistency that we all crave um, in our fly-offs is not there. Um, and I think I think Marty Libok is a perfected Cohen Bosch, um, if that makes sense. You know, it's, so it's, so it's do, you, do you think Cohen Bosch? If Kieran Bosch went to the right sort of environment, do you think he can roll? But no. he, he could still, because I mean, look on paper, there's a lot of there's a lot of boxy ticks. I still think his defense is obviously still probably quite questionable and stuff like that. But you said that what? How does how does what was one? I mean, he was one of the most talented. I mean, he won Craven League Player of the Year at 17. And you know, if you look at this age group, there were a hell of a lot of good players playing in those Craven weeks, and and he was like the go-to schoolboy player because he was just a different level, and. He's, I mean, he's moments over his career where he's like threatened to take that step, but he just hasn't found that consistency. Like, all so right. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> leave, leave, leave my scrum cap, my scrum cap chap with his, with his glass. I think last time I saw him in news article, was stealing golf clubs. So, correct. Yeah, let's not, let's not go down the old rose uh, rabbit hole. <laughs> Oh, what did what did Grant what did Grant say? Kevin Bosch looks like the quintessential Lions player. Yeah, um, no, that's and I agree at the same time. Alton's so, a little bit yeah, better, just a little bit. Yeah. He'd be like the fourth choice player. At number at one, Hendricks at two, Lombard at three. Then we probably put Kieran Horn, maybe Monty Vandenberg, potentially JP Smith, and then we might look at a Kerwin. No, but no, but no, on no, guys, 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 honest, honest, honest question. A special file. This is a true question. People he be given that opportunity in unions, one or two max. This current Bosch has been given ten, almost ten bloody years. Really, I'm a, I'm a, am I being unfair? Yeah, a little, a, How a many opportunities? He is only twenty six. Oh, no. so I don't think he's been playing sharks since sixteen. But uh... yeah, I, I don't think I don't think he, I don't think he has a role. I don't think Anyways. he has a role at all. Um, I think my frustration is that. Sorry, it's just the, it's, you said they said he doesn't have a role, but. Sharks acting like he's the only option. They signed Suku. Yeah. 
But, 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 but every time Butcher Mike. Chamberlain plays 10, they play twice as better. When, yeah. And Chamberlain's not even a, even international quality. He's better, yeah, and, he's better and, than Kerwin. See, Masuka had a great season last week, last year for Cheetah. Go and sign him and say, right, we just picked like one of the form fly halves, like this really exciting, cool fly half. Where is he? Hasn't played yet. Hasn't, he hasn't made his debut. They've lost, they've lost five games in a row. And on one stage, they thought, you know what? We actually signed this very exciting, cool uh, fly half. Maybe we should just throw him in and, and, and see what he could do, even off the damn bench. I mean, Maddie Dixon saying he's had some good performances. I mean, yeah, sure. If you've played 500 games, you're bound to have at least 10. Um, you know, but that's that's not the that's not the point. We're talking about. I think about we all somebody... we all know what the expectations are, right, Reese? Uh, like, I'm not like I don't want to yeah. be, you know. No. Come on. <laughs> Come on, you have, he needs... you have to be yeah. performing at this level when yeah. you're playing for a union like the Sharks. Um, yeah. It demands the absolute best. And for the Sharks to sit here, I'm, I'm surprised if he's still, honestly, if, he, if his season continues like this, I'm surprised he's still there next year. Um, well, I, actually, be I said last season, I said I think he needs to leave. I said, I said it's not working at the Sharks. And if he wants to. If he wants to take a next step, he needs to roll the dice and find a new place. He, he could be a Libok, right? He, he could, because Libok, we could have said the same thing about, like he just said, Libok yeah. four years ago. Maybe it is the spot. Bulls, sharks, and, and all of a sudden. And, and maybe if Bosch goes to the right spot, he will deal all your flourish, for sure, because he's got the talent, but he hasn't showed it the Sharks. And even when he got his opportunity to box, he, for me, he's not showing, for me, he's not even a starter for the Sharks. That's my point. I mean, that's 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 the thing for me, right? And the Sharks are struggling, and that pivot is so important to any team. Nine and ten is so crucial for any good team to to do well, right? And, and the <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I was what, what, what? Bring back, bring, bring back, rain up to the Sharks. I agree, right? Campos Boss must, Bosch must have some influence somewhere that keeps him in a parent or family member with either dirt or the selectors or lots. Of He's also there. bloody turnstile on defense. It's nice. embarrassing. Yeah, I don't know. It is. It is embarrassing. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Cohen. Uh, I'm sorry. I think his time is up. I think they they chose the wrong place to try to save money. Um, my my, my yeah. point is, the other players that didn't get nearly as much opportunities as he has had. That's also one of my points. Like he's had yeah. a lot of opportunity to prove himself, and he hasn't stepped up. I, I don't hate like we I, we not like who am I? I'm not here to come to, to criticize professional rugby players, right? But what I see is. I want him to. I want every player to do well. Like, but how many? How, he's been given so much opportunity, more than any other player that I can remember. And I think that's just my point. And if Sharks or this union or all these players want to progress, right now, my amateur not like he's not the guy at ten that's going to take the Sharks forward. That's he's that's not. The, he's not the. He's not the guy. And I, th I think it, this mm -hmm. comment here from Imposter says I don't want him either. But I'm saying maybe the Stormers is the only team that can make him better. I don't think there's any any one of the URC unions that he walks into, um, and they pick him. They pick him as a first choice flower. I really don't. Even the Lions are sitting there going, "Hell no!" Uh, rather, we've got Sanella. We've sorted. I mean, it's the one. It's the one position <laughs> oh, no, that actually that feels covered. Yeah, it is. No, look, when Lombard is all of a sudden third choice flower, like it's very, 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 very few positions that we've got that kind of depth at, at flower. Which is weird, but, but I just, that I just think that hard, eh? it's a hard position. Yeah. It's it's a tough gig that day, eh? so I understand it's yeah, not cool. Yeah, I just for me it's just a like for him he needs to move. 
Like, I just feel that, mm. you know, he is not going to take the next step. He's under the microscope. Even if he has two or three great games, everyone's going to sit there in the eyes saying, oh, but we did this before. You know, I think he mm. needs that fresh start. Um, but, but, but so, like, LeBoc moved around unions. Where, if, like, honestly, if you're Kieran Bosch or these manager or agents, whatever, where does he go? If Sharks, okay, like, we're done. What is the best next step for Kieran Bosch? Is it still South Africa? Does he go overseas? No. It's overseas. Is it yeah, overseas? I think it's overseas. I think I think I think like the top fourteen would really suit him. I think yeah. he needs to go to, to something nice and free flowing. Um and 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 to be fair, I think I think he could do very well. Look, one thing for example, he's a brilliant goal kicker. Um, you know, uh, and he's got a massive boot. So from a tactical perspective, he can be quite valuable if you use him right. Uh maybe Rob Doris just go and get him, you know, and he's just gonna be coached by one of the goats. And, and if, yeah, I reckon him. I reckon he'll do well La Rochelle. He will freaking yeah, put it La Rochelle. He will he'll what's Could what's, you what's, imagine what's, Co- Cohen yeah. Bosch, Dylan Leighton, and Raymond Ruler just tearing apart European teams? This this this, this, this the the Springboks that could that could never make it, just absolutely he, hammering. He, he's there. the next Zaya West, La Rochelle, European champion. Let's go. Under the under Rog. Let's do it. That will be I'll, and that's what I'm saying. I don't wish any ill fate on him, but it's not working for him at the Sharks, and he's got the talent. Like, look at LeBook. He was not, look, let's be honest, guys. Three years ago, LeBook was, he was done, right? <laughs> there was yeah. no hope for LeBook, right? And if you, uh, for me, I'm not, I think this kind of similar styles in a way, I think. I don't know. I mean, if I look at their well, stories, that's, that's exactly why I said, I think Marnie is the perfected Cohen. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You said, yeah, you said that exactly. He's absolutely right. Yeah, right. So speaking about uh, being under pressure and uh, after uh, and a couple of bad performances and needing to oh. bounce back. Oh, he's throwing it. He's throwing it out there. Hey, <laughs> Chris. He's throwing our, it out there. Our, 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 our phenomenal form has, has taken a bit of a dip. No, uh, we still doing well. No, no, we still doing good. We still doing all right. Yeah, no, last week with the Sharks. <laughs> Thank you, Kerr and Bosch. Bastard. Equal. <laughs> no, um, this is why Chris so much. Yeah, so <laughs> this, is why, this is why I'm so and emotional right now. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's not because I care that the Sharks lost and he lost He lost for the Sharks. I care that he lost my bet. The bad, yeah, bad yeah. bagger. <laughs> he lost my money as well. I just, I just bet blindly. Chris just tells you what to do. He says, uh, I'll put a thousand grand on, 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 on Man United beating City this weekend. I'll do it. You know, I, I trust Chris blindly. Good man. My first child good man. on whatever he told me to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you saw, yeah, you got the next slide, right? So obviously last week wasn't good. We didn't win. Um was it just the shock? Glasgow did it, Exeter yeah, did, just... did it. Your Exeter, Exeter Glasgow game was <laughs> um anyway, yeah, it was it was uh it was the sharks that cost us there and Kermosh is <laughs> kicking. But yeah, anyway, this week, yeah, we're going there. Uh, we're gonna do another treble. We'll go Bulls at home to Connacht, Leinster at home to Munster, Osprey Scarlets, same again. Um we got a we, I, shocks are not a lost last week. I'm gonna throw that out there, but anyway, it's the way it's going for them. But yeah, confident again, three units. I think we can rebuild it this weekend. I think I'm very confident on these three guys winning at home, right? Well, if you're confident, we're confident, and uh, that is obviously the 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 the, the odds on Boyle Sports, uh, who are our official uh, betting partners. And uh, I would like to um. I'm just trying to busy show this as well. Uh, tell you about the Black Friday special because obviously tomorrow is Black Friday, and uh, they are doing a 15 rand extra bet on registration plus up to 250 percent 
deposit match, which means that whatever you deposit, they will match up to 250% of it um, in a free bet. So, yeah, if you needed every needed a sign to, to go and sign up for Boil Sports and get betting, that is a pretty big one there so uh yeah some of the best odds over there obviously you could just back chris and you can get onto that uh onto the onto the hype train there um we've got a very a whole new betting uh content coming out in the next couple of weeks we had a very cool meeting about it. very excited about uh what chris is going to be cooking up over the next uh a few months and uh yeah it's gonna be very very cool basically if you are the lame man or if you are an experienced better we're gonna have a lot of cool for both of you to get involved um with boil sports so uh, yeah make sure you go and Get a with them, so it is in the description. Go and sign up for them uh, because you can't get involved. You don't have an account at the end of the day. So if you don't have an account, what are you even doing? Go and get yourself sorted. Right, gentlemen, as we start to wrap up, uh, I think we need to look at the weekend and and see maybe a couple of predictions and, and where we see our URC teams bouncing back. Because Stormers are the only side who are uh, away. They're at Cardiff tomorrow night, a side which I feel they could be beat. Uh, Lions are at home against Zebra. Bulls are at home against Connect. And Sharks at home against Dragons. So could we really turn this around and go from four losses to four wins, Reese? Well, it depends which game you're asking me about. But uh, no, I don't think we do go four, four out of four. Um, <laughs> who's the Dragons are beating the Sharks. Yeah? Good, yeah, good call. Who's the team that's letting us down here? Sure. You don't want to know the answer to that, Steve. But um, <laughs> um, honestly, I, I don't know. I... So what have we got? We've got Cardiff Stormers. I, I think Stormers pull that off. The Bulls should do the job. I think that Lions Lions and Sharks might be the surprise package. Ah, no, no. We're not losing no, to Zebra like, at home. No, no, I'm, not I'm serious. serious. I will not tolerate. Truly dead serious about it. I think that that's if you, is if you, cooking. If you're going to put your money. You, you, gotta put, you think that the Lions are going to lose to Zebra? At a spot. I didn't say that. Well, I said that if there's going to be if there's going well, to be a game, if there's going to be a game in which there's going to be a, um, an unlikely result, it's that one. No, Riza. No, no, no. Blasphemy. I'm, I'm vetoing this. Cool. ten on the high fault. Nahamba <laughs> ten on the high fault. Nahamba's been at ten and he's been losing. Lion, lion have destroyed. This is this soul. I can see his soul's left. Left already, sitting there. There's no hope. <laughs> uh, it's separate home, uh, Riza. You have to. You have to back your boys. Come on. Yeah. They haven't won a, they haven't <laughs> won a game in like three years. Something stupid. Okay. All right, cool. 100%. All right, Riza. Listen, you asked me, me for an right, opinion. Leave me alone now. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? <laughs> no, that's the wrong opinion. <laughs> no, well, no, well, I'm not. I'm trying to be positive you Lions boys, but it's fine. I'm... Steve is basically half Italian at this point, so you know you should be. It's in the. To be fair, I did, I did, I did, I did do the watch log of Sharks ever, and there's a small part of me that was like, "No, I can't believe the Sharks just lost it. Yost is so shit." <laughs> Up the zebra, dude. To be fair, it is quite. What I did say at the beginning of the season, I said for the good of the competition, zebra have to improve. We can't have a team that just gets dropped fifty nil every week. And two, they created it. They've won again. They've drawn again. They're actually playing better rugby. They, they put twenty six points past the Bulls. At least they're actually like adding a bit of value to the competition because there's nothing worse than that one team that just gets absolutely hammered week in week out, and it's it's just might as well not play the game. 
Um, <laughs> the line's been four. <laughs> I love, I love the reasons finally losing hope in the Mario slow fed line. Yeah, I am, uh, to be honest. And I, and this is not for a lack of fight. I, uh, 100% believe they've got the heart. I just don't think they have the ability right now. And I think that Zebra are riding a bit of a high. Um, and I suspect that this will be the, the surprise one. And Chris, don't look at me. You're losing bets at the moment. So, you know. Ah, it's got physio. It's got, it's got very real all of a sudden. I'm not saying anything. I just can't believe what I'm hearing. I can't. I can't. Sure, you also you, you get also pissed off next... to lose against the Stormers, but now you're gonna. It's okay to lose against Zebra. Zebra. I think it's okay. Care what, no, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. I hope, gonna... You know what? I hope Zebra win. I hope they win by a lot. There you go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give Chris a half half shirt. It's gonna be a half Italian, <laughs> half Zebra shirt. It's gonna. He's gonna make. It's gonna make because he. Uh, Chris, let's talk about the Stormers. Uh, because Stormers. No, also no, no let's not talk about the Stormers. So Brock, Brock, let's Harris, talk about the Bulls. Brock Harris, four hundredth <laughs> club game. I mean game. What a, what a career he's had. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Sarah Feinberg in Vamazulu, who has been playing it. Oh, so you, want to, and... you want to bring up Brock Harris and Sasha, my favorite. Yeah, you know what you're doing there, Stevie. Well done. Yeah, no, well, I, no, well I, think, I, think, I, think, I think we need to have an important session about Sasha because it's, 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 it's a lot of people having it at the moment. First of all, you know, 12, everybody's saying isn't his position. I don't see why it couldn't be his position. I think he struggles to get over the game line, which I think is... For me, probably also an age thing. I think he's quite young and it'll take a while before he barks up and stuff like that. Um, but how much do you think we've put in too much pressure on this kid to be the next absolute phenomenal world beater and we actually take a step back and realize that he is how young he is, he is as experienced he is, and it's going to take time? Because we did the same thing with Damien Willemse, who was good, made the spring box, but is now, like four or five years later, at 25, I think he is at the moment, for me, one of the best <laughs> in the world. Yeah, but they're different types of... Do you player. honestly think Sasha Mbigulazuma is as good as Damon Willemse? Or would be as good as well, Damon Willemse? Well, you people would have you believe he's got that kind of talent. Well, yeah, you, yeah, if you believe what you hear every, every day, every week you hear from, yeah, hey, you would think. Right? I, we, we've I'm not trying to be funny. Mm. Do you think he's as good as Damon Willemse? Or could be? Because I, I'm the, in my opinion, obviously, you probably know what I'm thinking. And what is his best uh, position as well? I don't know. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think his best position is probably 10. Um, probably I think, 10, I, I, probably 10. I think, I think Damien Willemser could be a world player of the year. So it's difficult to say. I see Sasha Femi Gomez in the same breath because then I'll be calling him. What do you mean, no? Did you not watch the World Cup? The what? The under the, the, the junior championships? No, I'm talking about Willemser as the best as well as world player of the year. Willemser is amazing. I'm like I think we've discussed it, the fact that he's he's actually See, got no, to where he needs. He's the ones disagree here. You don't no, think so? No, 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 I'm on board with this. Damien, Damien is on his board. I just, I, I just think, I just, I just think this is. I, I think it's actually a bit of a silly conversation because I don't think that anybody in their right minds could, could claim to have seen enough of such a top level. Um, and, but, and, but wasn't, and, but wasn't Willem said quite a phenom at school? Was was Sasha yeah, that was. good at school? Was he that good? Uh, he was good at it. It's interesting. Why you didn't uh, look? I mean, I, I'm not a massive schoolboy watcher, but Sasha goes. Yeah, Me too. Was That's why I can't really comment was, on it. That's why I was, was asking was, you guys. Was better at under twenty level at the SC under twenties. I mean, he was phenomenal for two years at that under twenty level, which is where everybody suddenly went. Hang on, this kid is gonna is going to be special. Um, but a lot of players do uh, shine at that championship as well, right? I mean, yeah. Well, the Ways Augustus wasn't he? Will was the player of the championship? Ways Augustus. 
Yeah. Listen, I think I think I think but, uh, I think that guy. So Fraser, uh, Lorenzo Julius as well. He's obviously the jury's still out. Um, but I think he, yeah, I think he's a good player. Not as good as what what we get told. I'm just, I'm like, I want him to prove us wrong. As I said, just like yeah. I don't, I just don't see. I didn't Look, see I him think, at school board level, right? I didn't I see. I think he'll play spring box. I'm, I'm think he'll play the box. Happy. I think spring box eventually. But like you made a very good point, Steve. Game line at 12. International rugby is all about, mm. at the moment, 12 game line. There's no way Sasha Munger, yeah. he's not going to be an international he'll, he'll 12. Not, 12. Not a chance. No. It's, it's 10 no, or 15, so does, maybe. Did he play 15? 15? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, which is why yeah. the Damien Villinson conversation has come. I personally yeah, think you yeah. put Damien Villinson to that Stormers side and they become a completely different side overnight. Or Dan Duplessis. Yeah. I think that's one of the major things they really struggle with this season is they're having somebody who's going over the game behind that tw- at 12. Yeah, correct. I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Yeah. So, let's, yeah. so, let, let's, so let's call a spade a spade. Potential, but let's not overhype him. Yes. We'll wait and see. But also, wait yeah, let, let, the kid, let the kid play. He's 21 years old. Like we do this too often. We get we 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 put we tell these young kids that they're going to be the next big thing, and we expect them to be at that level immediately. Katie Moody's not helping the cause, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. because he's yeah. just doing it. But he is the exception. People need to realize that he's the exception, and other players do take time. And we've got to allow him to struggle and allow him to make mistakes. And and yeah, just let's not tell him that he'll be the next. Uh, you know. So, you know, world class number ten before the kids play a season at ten because he hasn't. He's, I mean, at the moment he's being kept out of ten by Jean Luc Duplessis. But, but you know what? At least we give these guys a chance, right? Bosh, he's getting his chance at the Stormers, right? We're giving these guys the, the full opportunity to to take their chance, right? So it's about they they need to take it, and I to, I very much agree. But situational where the guys are in terms of where they are in their career, teams, coaches, I think that is a very big factor. I think there's a lot of players that can prove that. But at least, least Sasha's getting his chances, Kerwin's getting his chances, and Lombard, also John, I think with John Lombard, and you know, these guys. What do you think of this comment here from W8701? He says, not, not exactly Pat Lambie, but people hype him up after he is. The next comment from Daz38 says, he's better than Pat Lambie. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm curious. <laughs> are, we, are we comparing it to Pat Lambie now? And, um, oh, this is the, no, they're completely different players. Yeah, I, I mean, you, that's not comparing apples to apples. And um, yeah. to, to be honest, I it's think a, that, it's, it's, it's a professional sport. It's a tough gig, eh? It's a tough gig. It's not. It's, it's tough out there, eh? Stay, stay safe out there. <laughs> yeah, no, hard times. Eh? What, what happened to what happened to Pat Lambie again, Chris? He got a uh, head injury. That, that no, I'm not going to say because I'm going to get I'm going to get, ca- get cancelled. So, yeah, yeah, sorry. We're gonna we we're gonna we we're gonna we're gonna eventually clip Chris into another into another uh, <laughs> wild state. Oh, 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 wait, wait, but wait, we are playing Ireland in three tests next year, right? Yeah. Wait, so, 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 what, so what happened? Yeah. What happened to flat? I mean, Pat Lambie against Ireland a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, 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 do, you much, do you know how much haste he just done? I still gets for that. And I always, I still look back and think. Yeah, just no malicious, and I think it was just such. No, yeah, he, I, he was he was a solid player. He was solid. He was well, solid. What, what was it? It was concussion three or three. Too many concussions, so basically. Not, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. exactly CJ's fault, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, he. I mean, he. See, talk about players that. That's what. This is what I'm talking about, like Sasha and Kerwin Bosch, and even Farrell, like in the big games. Lambie, and I remember he literally destroyed Province in a Curry Cup final. He 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 was so good 
And he got, and he also got the, I think he did really well against the All Blacks at Ellis Park, maybe 10, 9, 10 years ago. Played really well. He came on. You know, these are these big moments. For me, it's these moments when players come on and make a difference. And for, for me, like the Boshers, and the, I'm still waiting to see, like, um, certain players can step up and do it, and some don't. Let's be honest. That's it's, it's not just about skill. It's, it's there's a whole lot of factors, and that that's that's only always my point. So, but you can have all the stats, and yeah, yeah, great, great, great. But can you do it when it matters? For me, that's he, what's more important. Um, can you do it at a cold, windy night, Stoke? Yeah, exactly. Cold, windy night in Connor. Can you can you pop yeah, that, that yeah. thirty meter thirty meter yeah, in front of the post thirty meters out and against an eighty mile wind? Can you do it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you finish again in two seconds? You know, these are the, the, the vital uh, questions we need to. Right, gentlemen, we ramble on for hours, but uh, we are going to have to wrap up here. So, to you two, thank you very much for throwing out some 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 great chat. Uh, I think that Kerr and Boss chat from Chris might have made my year. Um, <laughs> I wish and, him well. Uh, well, not the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct, correct, and I'm definitely going to have to. Just say, like, I'm not a like. I, I'm not, he was me. I can't tune a guy like that. But I, I was, come on, come on, Chris come, on. come on, Chris Step is very up and... brave from the UK. Hey? I want to see if he's as brave when he gets back to the same country. <laughs> I'll, I'll be at I'll be at Cape Town Stadium next weekend, boys, with my Stormers top, and I'll I'll send you lots of pictures. Okay, all right. Looking forward. Can I just looking, looking forward to it. That, that, that bloody that bloody that bloody C word union there is uh, those bloody yeah. bastards. Before we finish off, Steve, I'd really like to put a, a just special word out here because I think that in the greater scheme of things, we also need to just look at how well these the other unions are doing. Um, uh, oh, sorry, not unions, but other teams are doing in URC. So, I mean, Munster, Ulster, Glasgow Warriors, they all, I mean, I was watching those performances and I was sitting there going, holy hell any team on their day is going to struggle to beat these guys and and they're just mm. they're just picking up where they left off on a on an international level and it's filtering down into that domestic team and they look good like it looks really really mm. good I, I it was the first time i've really watched games that haven't involved south african teams and gone this is bloody entertaining you know and let's go let's go my second team i, I committed to them on the first 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 urc game i think ever um i watched glasgow and and i was like i'm so he's like he's yeah, the scottish the scottish teams at, and especially at home are actually very good to watch and also from a betting point of view glasgow <laughs> edinburgh home points no but yeah. they but they are they, they are good teams right. they are actually very yeah. good teams that was very very good to watch i fully enjoyed the yeah they're and nice to watch Leinster, that's the point. goodness i know it's scarlet's but leinster put out well that was some other type of performance they did absolutely everything in that game it was special yeah, to watch sick. um yeah, it was really really cool right well another another stacked weekend of usc rugby we will be live for all the stacking game and colors with you tomorrow night i'll be with you for the lions as well as the bulls game and then Manier will be with you at, uh lions will win lions will win these lions will win we'll have to see next year if the next cool. week i'm if, happy either um, way but <laughs> Uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. People, thank you very much to everyone in the comments. Uh, we try to get to a few of them, but obviously it's difficult to get to all of them. So thank you as always for, for watching. We'll see you guys over the weekend. Plenty of content coming your way. And uh, yeah, make sure you get out into that World Sports Friday, Black Friday special. Uh, try not to just get that money on Black Friday. And if you do, just put a little cheeky World Sports bet down and you can maybe make some of that money back. Get stuck, back stuck into some Black Friday specials. Chris Rees, have a great weekend as well, chaps. 
And to everybody else, we'll see you guys all very, very soon.